0: Welcome to another episode of the Loving Life After Loss podcast. I am your host, Marie Alessi. Good morning, beautiful people. Marie Alessi here. I am really, really excited to be back here in action because the last two weeks I literally spent on the couch. Um, and we had COVID in our family. So I'm really, really grateful that my boys have gone back to school today. Um, It took me a long time to really recover. Like I felt that I was slowing down uh, quite a lot in terms of not being as quick on, uh, not just on my feet, but also in terms of my thoughts. So I really hope that I'm bringing uh, the usual amount of value to you in our Monday morning Uh, sessions here. So today the topic that I had chosen for last week that I want to finally bring to you is, do we always have a choice? And uh, you know that choice is a topic that I just love talking about because often when we go through adversity that um, really hits us and rocks us to the core, we are left um, in a state of feeling that there is nothing that we chose about this, which I totally understand and can relate to because I've been through the same sort of motions in the very first um, couple of moments after hearing the news about Rob's passing. And um, here is what I have learned throughout dealing with our own journey, dealing with our healing, that uh, there is always a choice that we have in every given moment and I was very lucky that due to my background I realized those choices very very soon and that Rob was always the one who actually taught me the concept of two choices, taught me the concept of we always have a choice on what we want to focus on. So um, I often get asked this question you know I did not choose to lose my husband. Where do you see the choice in this? I did not choose to lose my child or my parent or whoever that is in your family. Um, that has passed over and my response to that is always you have a choice what you do with it and um, and I want to elaborate on that a little bit more because there is another um, response that I often get that people feel there is no choice in that there is just pain there is just the falling apart and There is so much more to that. I just want to tell you that straight up There is so much more than just the pain. There is a whole lot of love. There's a whole lot of support and It is up to us how we choose to move forward who we are allow to let in let into our life let into our personal space in terms of who do we trust enough to sit and hold space for us to sit and support us to uh, cook meals for us to pick us up when we when we have a really low day and uh, this is just something where there's so much more choice involved than we give ourselves credit for and here's one for moms in particular I hear this one very sentence so often in my life and that is I didn't have a choice, I had to do it for the kids. I had to get up for the kids, I had to move forward and um, I don't agree with that. You didn't have to, you chose to and I want to explain to you why this difference is so so important. When you think about it as I had no choice, I had to do it for the kids You automatically put yourself in victim role in into a state of um, helplessness and there were no other choices yet when you think about it how many people out there don't feel that empowered or don't feel they have access to these um to these reserves these power reserves if i may say so then you start to realize how much choice you actually took in your own journey. So meaning that when you do go out of bed, when you do get up in the morning to feed your kids, to take them to school, all of these things, you might still feel um, helpless or you might still feel like you don't have any energy or nothing left however you chose to get up and do whatever it takes to get them to school healthy or to just feed them or even to keep them at home, whatever your family situation is, whatever your circumstances are, and also obviously depending on the age of your kids. But I want to say this to in particular the moms out there, when you say, I had no choice, I had to do it for the kids, you disempower yourself, but just feel the difference and how empowering that thought is when you're like, I chose to do this for my kids. I chose to heal for my kids. I chose to move forward for my kids. I chose to be a shining example for my kids. That's what I did. And the slight difference to what I do or what I did in my healing journey compared to what other people do might only be that one thing, to tell myself that I chose to do this in order to be there for my kids, hold space for them and help them heal. And that is a very empowering thought. It puts you back in action mode. It puts you back into empowerment and into owning that, that you step up for your kids and that you hold space for them. So whatever you do on your healing journey, don't be shy to allow people in to hold space for you. Don't be shy to tell them what you actually need because often when we allow people in, they come and, um, they come and swamp us. With advice, rather than actually sitting there listening to what we really need or what we really feel that uh, would help us in that very moment, and um, be clear on what you need, what you feel like. Be. Um, in that space of allowing yourself to communicate your needs, what you need from other people. Um, I have shared this example many, many times, and I want to share it again here because it's such a perfect and suitable example. My friend Jo rang me uh, the day we were flying back from Perth where we had to identify Rob's body. We were gone for about three, four days. And when we came back, uh, she rang me and said, Do you want me to come and sit with you? I don't need to ask you any questions, you don't need to tell me anything if you don't want to, I just want to be there and sit with you. And she did, and I'm so grateful to today that I allowed her into my space, that I allowed her to come and sit with me. Her son came, he entertained my boys, that's exactly what they needed to be back into, in in that sort of normal space, just hanging out with friends, just having somebody there with them as well, you know. It was really good and healthy for us to have somebody there with us in this space, literally to hold space for us, to be in that very moment without pushing us, without nudging us, without asking us anything, just to be there and listen. And that, to me, again, was a choice, you know, do I allow her in or do I not? And I'm so grateful that I did allow her in because I just needed somebody to be with me. Coming back into this home without Rob was way more confronting than I could have ever thought, and I was really grateful that there was somebody there with me. So um, what I suggest is that in the very moment where you are at right now, no matter how short or how far you have traveled on your path of healing, on your path to healing, um, I want you to be very mindful of what you have already achieved, what you have already chosen that was good for you and what else you can choose that will help you feel a little bit more in control, a little bit more empowered and it's not even so much about the being in control, it's absolutely okay to get out of control and to lose control and to cry, but allow yourself to have somebody there for you, if not in the moment, then afterwards, to hold space for you, to make sure that you're not just falling, but somebody's there to catch you and pick you back up when you need it, you know? There needs to be space for everything. I believe the strongest um, emotion or the strongest that I have felt in my healing journey was when I realized that I allowed all of it in. The crying, the falling apart, the being happy, being joyful, It was all part of my healing journey. And um, yeah, so I just really needed to share this with you. Allowing is such an important part on your journey and realizing the many choices you do take and the many choices, the many, many more choices that you actually do have right ahead of you. Make those choices, choose you in this journey. And you can also choose happiness to accompany you on the way. I always say when we focus on healing, again, that's a choice. Healing and happiness are also choices. And when I choose to focus on healing, then grief is what happens along the way. It is nothing that I need to focus on. It is something that i chose for myself that worked really well for me to not keep my focus on the grief but to keep my focus on the happiness and the joy that i wanted to create for the sake of my boys for my own sake and by focusing on that all the rest happen along the way the grieving happens no matter if you focus on it or not it is a matter of allowing and it is a matter of choosing where and who you want to be. So take a moment today and really recoup all of what I've just said to you and think about who do you want to be in this journey? Who want do you want to be walking through it and coming out on the other end? How would you like to be? How would you like to feel? And then make the choices along the way that guide you on that path and that get you to that state. Be grateful for what is happening. Be grateful for the people around you who hold space for you. And if you feel all alone in this and that you feel you've got nobody else around you to do all that for you and to hold space for you, then please leave a comment below. You can always reach out to me and if you watch this outside of the group of Loving Life After Loss, there's always my website underneath where you can just click on that, go to the contact page and um, reach out to me. I'm always open to having a chat to you, listening to where you are at in your journey right now and nudging you in the right direction. I want to just send you so much love. Thank you for allowing me to remind you of all the choices that you do have in your life. This is Maria Lester signing off. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed the show and you would like to find out more about loving life after loss, please visit marielessi.com. I shall see you next week. Bye.